everyone, and welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy, Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. We've got the Pro Bowl rosters that have come out, and we've got Week 18, so plenty of players are sitting out looking forward to the playoffs, and I've got a quick little draft update for you guys, so sit back, relax, take out your coffee, and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome in, everyone. Glad to see you here in the chat. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're ready for some off-season content. Let's get into it. First things first. Tyreek Hill, his house was on fire yesterday. Yesterday, Tyreek Hill's house caught fire. Luckily, he was not home. And then luckily, on the other side of his family that was home, was all able to get out of the house. So his family is okay. Uh, and his house, I'm assuming, will end up being okay. I'm sure he's got plenty of money to pay for whatever repairs are needed. But yeah, Tyreek Hill's house caught on fire while he was at practice yesterday. Uh, and there's that. That's the news. I don't really know what else to say about that, but glad everyone is okay. Next, we have some Arthur Smith updates. And as we reported earlier this week, reports were still coming out that he's expected to keep his job. Well, now another report comes out yesterday from NFL Network's Garofalo that Arthur Smith is on shakiest of grounds. And I will admit, I was listening to 92.9 The Game yesterday. That's Atlanta's local sports radio. They were talking about the Falcons a lot, as they do with being in Atlanta. And Arthur Smith was a very good topic of discussion. And they talked about him a lot. And they said, sure, maybe he could uh, have another year. Like, I'm sure everything going on in the Falcons isn't necessarily his fault. But... To another degree, he has not earned the right to have another year here in Atlanta. And so it is definitely something interesting to monitor. Again, I still think it's okay if he returns next year. It's not the end of the world. I would like to see him have a chance with a better quarterback with just a very, very short leash. Now, if that isn't how they go, like if they fire him and still bring in a quarterback, that's fine too. I just think it does make a certain amount of sense to just get him the quarterback, see what happens in like a six-game sample size, and then go from there. Uh, and that's kind of what Arthur Smith has done, or Arthur Blank has done historically. He gives these coaches a longer time than they really need before they move on from them. So I would not be surprised to see Arthur Smith return to Atlanta next year, even with this latest report. I mean, it's it's just going to be hard, right? With the skill positions and the players that the Falcons have right now, Arthur Smith is kind of one of the best minds for it. Like he he runs an offense very similar to what the Falcons would be best suited for based on personnel. And so again, getting him that quarterback with a short leash, I think is probably the way to go, but we'll see, right? There's plenty of coaches out there uh, that are becoming hot ticket items. Like you have the Lions offensive coordinator, for example, that could be a fun one. But at the end of the day, it is looking like we still don't know what's going on with Arthur Smith. And I'm sure we will find out next week. So keep tuning in to Wake and Take uh, as the season will definitely be over and all the teams will be making their moves uh, going forward. Uh, so um, let's move on to the next story. Xavier Worthy. Xavier Worthy, Texas wide receiver. We talked about him on Monday with Maddie Kiwum as he was playing in the college football playoffs with the Texas Longhorns. He has officially declared for the NFL draft. He had not declared yet. We did expect him to, jo to join the NFL this year as he is very, very talented. And now it is official. And this is a guy I'm very, very excited about. I have a type and my type is fast wide receivers. I realize that they rarely pan out, 
but this guy is just electric fast. Like he ran a 429 40 yard dash in high school going into college. Go to playerprofiler.com. You can see his workout metrics from high school. And seeing that 42940 piqued my interest a ton. And then you look and see his freshman year at Texas, he had 12 touchdowns, 12 receiving touchdowns as a freshman, a very, very early breakout. And this year he had a thousand receiving yards as well, helping lead these Texans Longhorns to the college football playoffs. And it wasn't even just offense as he contributed on special teams as well. This guy is just a football player and a really, really fast football player. So I think with a really good landing spot, this is a guy that I am very much in on uh, as of right now and even more so with a good landing spot. So I'm pretty excited to see where he can go. Xavier Worthy, remember the name. We will be talking about him throughout the rest of the offseason up until the draft. He's definitely a guy that could potentially go in the first round, maybe second. So Xavier Worthy, yet again, declared for the NFL draft. That's really all the like news I have for you guys. We're just going to go through some topics now. The first one is the players sitting out in week 18. We've had a few come out officially. I'm sure there'll be a couple more come out over the coming days. But first off, it's really just based on teams being locked into the playoffs and more specifically their playoff seeding. So the Ravens, they clinched the number one seed last week. Lamar Jackson will be sitting among other starters. So look for Tyler Huntley to get the start out in Baltimore, maybe a cheap DFS play or something. Uh, the Chiefs, while they're not uh, locked into a high seed, they are still kind of locked into their seeding. I believe they're number three. And so Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are expected to sit, and I'm sure some other starters as well. The 49ers, they clinch their bye and number one seed as well. So Brock Purdy will be resting, among others. Joe Flacco and the Browns. The Browns also clinch their playoff spot. And so they are resting Joe Flacco. They're probably resting David Njoku and Jerome Ford and really all the other starters as well. And they announced that actually Jeff Driscoll will be the starting quarterback for this week's game. Not Dorian Thompson-Robinson, not P.J. Walker. Jeff Driscoll, who they just signed this week. Uh, definitely not someone that you're going to want to start for DFS. I think really the only one out of here is going to be maybe Sam Darnold, maybe Tyler Huntley. Uh, and then lastly, the Rams, they've also kind of locked into their playoff spot as well. And so they are resting Matthew Stafford. They are resting Kyron Williams. They are resting Cooper Cup getting into the playoffs. However, Puka Nakua will be active as he is very close to some rookie records. He only needs four catches to break Jalen Waddle's record for most catches by a rookie in a season and only 29 yards to break the record for most receiving yards in a season by a rookie. So look for him to be fed early and often, and then once he breaks the record, look for him to be benched. So again, four catches and 29 yards are needed for Pukunakua to break these rookie records. Uh, once he gets those, he will probably be sitting as well. Uh, so if you guys are playing in leagues with Week 18 matchups, uh, those are the players you need to uh, move to your bench and probably find some other option. Uh, it's a tough week to play fantasy football. I hope you guys don't have any leagues like that, but I know there are some out there. And then to another degree, these guys can help you in DFS this week if you want to build a lineup with a Tyler Huntley or Sam Darnold situation going on. I wouldn't blame you. So that is all I have for you regarding the sit-outs. Now let's go ahead and turn things over to the Pro Bowl. I actually have not looked at it too much. I know a few things just from headlines, but I wanted to react to it. So the things I do know about this year's Pro Bowl, 
Brock Purdy received the most votes this year, which was pretty cool to see, and he's well-deserving. Great year for Brock Purdy. Glad to see that he can get so many votes and that he actually led the NFL in this year's Pro Bowl voting. Uh, I don't think that's indicative of anything else, right? I mean, I still think Lamar Jackson will definitely be the MVP. It's just cool to see the fans love Brock Purdy so much. There were also a couple snubs that were very, very interesting. Amon Ross St. Brown did not make the Pro Bowl roster. Josh Allen did not make the Pro Bowl roster, and neither did Brandon Ayuk. Three absolute studs, absolutely snubbed uh, in this year's Pro Bowl. Brandon Ayuk, Amon Ra, and Josh Allen. Very confusing, as all of those guys also have some good fans behind them. And as it is a fan voting thing, you would expect at least Josh Allen to make it, but he did not. Uh, And lastly, there were four teams this year that had absolutely zero players in the Pro Bowl. Those four teams were the Packers, Patriots, Commanders, and Panthers. I'm sure next year that'll change as uh, Jordan Love has kind of started to break out. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the Pro Bowl next year and hopefully some Christian Watson or Jaden Reed or something else as they do have some good receivers as well. But the Panthers, Commanders, Patriots, it makes sense that no one's in the Pro Bowl from those teams. And lastly, actually, sorry, that's all I all I have for you in terms of what I know now. Let's go ahead and check it out. Let's check out these uh, Pro Bowl rosters. Let me share my screen. Pretty fun stuff. I mean, I guess, I guess. I don't know if anyone actually really cares about the Pro Bowl, but what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? We'll start with the ASC roster. So at quarterback, it looks like we've got Tua, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes. Really no surprise there. I like it. That makes sense. Um, I mean, still weird that there's no Josh Allen, but whatever. Not going to complain too much. At running back, Raheem Mostert as well. Raheem Mostert, is this, this is probably his first Pro Bowl, so good for him. Uh, and he gets to start it as well. Wow, we have a lot of Dolphins starting. Tua, Raheem Mostert, Alec Ingold will be the AFC fullback. And the starting wide receiver will be Tyreek Hill. Amari Cooper made it? Amari Cooper? Okay, whatever. So Amari Cooper's in the Pro Bowl along with Keenan Allen and Jamar Chase. Makes a certain amount of sense, especially for Keenan Allen, Chase, and Tyreek Hill. And I mean, I know Cooper had a good season, uh, but off the top of my head, a Stephon Diggs makes sense. And Nico Collins had a really good year. Um, a tons of wide receivers in the AFC had a really good year. So I am surprised to see Amari Cooper in there. But, uh, you know, fan voting happens for a reason. At tight end, Travis Kelsey. Uh, well, David Njoku had such a great year, and then Travis Kelsey is just Travis Kelsey. Of course, something with fan voting is going to allow Travis Kelsey in, even if it was a down year. I would have loved to see, uh, I don't know, I mean, maybe Evan Ingram, but. And so I guess it just makes sense for Travis Kelsey. The big story is on the NFC side for tight end. I don't care about the defensive roster. We'll just move on. <laughs> the NFC offense Pro Bowl roster is this. Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford at quarterback. Okay, so no Jalen Hurts. That's interesting for sure. No Jalen Hurts here. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess he didn't have the best of years, but still you would think Jalen Hurts would receive a ton of votes, but no, he did not make it. At running back, Kyron Williams, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift solid. I guess I would like to see maybe Kenneth Walker in there over Swift, but CMC and Kyron Williams fully deserving of the Pro Bowl nod. 
At fullback, of course, it's going to be Kyle Juszczyk. I believe he set the record this year, actually, for most Pro Bowl appearances by a fullback, so good for him. At wide receiver, oh, this is easy. Wow, NFC has a stud team. C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Puka Nakua. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who else. I know that Brandon Ayuk was kind of snubbed, uh, and I guess Debo Samuel would be to another level, but, I mean, those four wide receivers had such a great year, uh, and you really can't – I don't think you can put any like that. C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Puka Nakua. That is a solid wide receiver core. And then at tight end, George Kittle and Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta, easy. I mean, I'm surprised he isn't the starter over Kittle, especially since Kittle had a down year. But I guess that's just what happened. So Kittle getting the starting nod, even even though it wasn't the best of seasons for him, he'll get to catch some passes from his guy, Brock Purdy. Uh, But hopefully Sam Laporta gets to make some noise in this. A, A great year from him. Congratulations on making it to Mr. Sam Laporta as a rookie. So that is the Pro Bowl rosters. And that's also... Everything I have for you guys. So do we have any questions? Do we have any questions? Should we play those props for Puka catches and yards to break the record? Yeah. Yeah, I think easily. I think that he will 100. Per- I, I I have no doubt in my mind that Puka Nakua breaks these records. I genuinely think their first drive, right, will be a pass to Puka Nakua. A pass to Puka Nakua. A pass to Puka Nakua. And then if they get a first down, another pass to Puka Nakua. And another pass to Puka Nakua. All until they get this record. I would not, I would be surprised, honestly, if Puka Nakua even plays in the second quarter. I think that this guy is going to get the record early. And then he's going to sit for the rest of the game as they look forward to the playoffs. So that is, I think, the only question here. Let's see if Instagram has any questions for me. Looks like no. So, hey, guys, start thinking of some questions. As you see now, this is now back-to-back days where we've ended pretty early here. Um, but, I mean, what else are we going to talk about now? So, uh, again, if you have any ideas for some episodes, drop them in the comments. We'll be working on those. I'm actually working on a couple articles right now for Player Profiler, so those will definitely turn into Wake and Take episodes. That's going to be a year in review at the tight end position, as well as some players that might be franchise tagged That'll probably come out next week as we, you know, have the regular season over, start looking to the to the offseason and all that. So look for those episodes. Still going to build out a Justin Fields episode as well as I do some more research on that. But again, start thinking of questions. We can turn this into a Q&A show. I don't care. This is the offseason. I am here to help you guys. Uh, but that is all I have for you today. So thank you all so much for tuning in. See you guys tomorrow. Right, 10 a.m. Eastern on the Player Profiler YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Have a terrific Thursday and a wonderful rest of your week. Peace.